0: Yo, 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 you are now tapped in to the full disclosure show. That was a bar right there. Y'all picked up. Dave Lamont Williams, the first. Barbara Ritz Green, Dick Dashley. And Miss Lisa Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house. And we have a very, very special guest. Which, Rich, would you care to introduce our guest today? Hey, it was my pleasure to introduce Mr. Jerome
1: Jackson, author, poet, and all-around good guy, Stuart Mill, welcome to the show. Thank you. What
0: up, what up, what up, man? Good to have you, good to have you, good
1: to have
0: you, to have you man. Thanks. He, you know,
1: Ron Jackson is the author. He has a he has a trilogy out now, uh, a book of poems that has helped him get through uh, the trauma of having PTSD. Uh, it's something he brings to the world. Uh, he has a, a great take on things. Make sure you go out there and you go get his books. You support him. This is uh, this
2: is a good brother, Jerome. Would you say hello? Introduce yourself to the people. How i doing? I'm Jerome Jackson, born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, been writing poems for a long time. Used to be on stage, about to get back on that stage, so watch right. for me. Right. Uh, it's pretty much uh putting my books out here and um, uh, dealing with good people around me and people just like them, just to make sure you know my word gets back out there from my veins to my vents. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's good to, be here, honestly. And it's we appreciate having you,
0: man. We want to have more, goals, more, more guests. And, I, and let me be the first to say, the book is dope. Thank you. The man. book is dope.
2: Thank it's you. I, appreciate
0: dope. It. I, I really appreciate enjoyed it. it. And uh, so, yes, sir, indeed. We're going to get into that, man, in uh, another week. You know what I mean? Uh, we're about to go ahead and uh, waste no time and get into the festivities this evening. Miss Lisa, Lisa, we're going to kick the narrative off today.
3: Yes, yes. So, I want to talk about Umar Johnson, Dr. Umar Johnson. This brother crazy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm kind of on the fence about how I feel about him. I do feel like he does speak great knowledge. I do feel like um, he knows a lot. I do agree with a lot of what he says. Not everything, but a lot. Uh, I could tell that he has studied something you know what I'm saying, but I'm kind of on the fence with him because I don't really, the way he presents himself, sometimes he can come off to be um, a little arrogant, he can come off to be a little dismissive and kind of degrading to people. This whole school thing is kind of what made me be like, okay, well I'm hearing you saying about this school, the school, this school, but I ain't seen no evidence of this school being made since you've been talking about it. You've been talking about it for a long time. Now, maybe I'm just missing something, maybe uh, something over my head. But as I see, the brother ain't done, ain't really doing what he say he's doing as far as the school. Now, I hear him a lot criticizing people the conscious community. People that do a lot of YouTube videos or be on Instagram, pass the information or what have. He kind of criticizes them and call them like fake, fake conscious people, kind of derogatory names like that. But as I see it, he doesn't do really much of the, of any difference but go around giving lectures. Now the information he gives is very helpful. and It is true to to the, um, the information he's given, but the way he carries himself is not really conducive to how I feel. That's how I feel about it.
0: Let's swing to guess. guess.
3: <laughs> so, so
2: I think I think the dude got a message. I think he does. I don't think his message is felt because he doesn't present himself in the right way. I think Dr. Warren Johnson says totally contradicts himself a lot of times yeah. since he says he'll say one thing, and it's back to another. I mean, honestly, God, truth, to be real with yourself is to be real with everybody else at the same time, you know? Up, so, so, no need to uh, go on about him. I, I can't say I don't agree, with a lot of what he says, he does say some very vital things. But, do I feel like he can push off or be that person that he attempts to be when he's speaking? No. He's not the martyr he thinks he is.
3: I I do agree with you. I don't think that he is as much as he portrays himself to be. I think that he has made this persona about himself, and he's not going to be able to fulfill this persona that he's made of himself. Now, I did my own little research and looked into it real quickly about this school, and basically, from what I gather, is that the reason why the school isn't being made is because he hasn't paid the taxes or the utility bills.
0: Because he got the building.
3: He's got the building, but he just hasn't paid, yeah. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? When you look and you see him doing interviews on why he hasn't paid the taxes and the utilities, it's always these, this person, this, and this person, this, this person that tell me this. A lot of
2: deflation.
3: You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When really, I'm feeling like he has the building and maybe he wants to build on this dream, but he doesn't know what he's doing. And instead of saying, I'm, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm learning as I'm going. He's like, no, I know what I'm doing, and I got it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's not being real, so it's making him look yeah. suspect. And that's how I see it.
0: Yeah. Your good for your good friend, Umar Johnson. Yeah, my, you know what I mean? Umar Johnson. Brother,
1: uh, you know what? Shout out to brother Umar Johnson. You know, my... There's a lot to unpack there. Let me start with the school. The school... I think is a very good thing, it's a positive thing that he's trying to do. And the type of school he's trying to make is a, is a Montessori school. A Montessori school is the type of school that is like a neighborhood school, is uh, devoid of any type of public funds. And the the strength in that is that if you don't accept anything from the government, the government doesn't control you. A lot of times you hear these schools, whether it be the private school or whatever school you hear of, if they're, expect, if they're uh, accepting public funds, then it's a public school. It might be under a private charter, but it's still a public school. So at any point, the state could come in and take over it. What he's trying to do is something much more different, different and is much more difficult if you don't have the cooperation of people. Now, this may lend to the fact that he's a polarizing figure because something that positive Mm -hmm. that will help that many people that look like him and that look like the people that he's trying to support, you would think it would be tens of hundreds of thousands of dollars pouring in whether it be from regular people or whether it be from our luminaries you know the the, the superstars within within our uh, culture however that hasn't happened and it could be based on a lot of things that you said that these contradictive messages he has uh, the fact that he says that he does one thing i'm not going to denigrate the brother not not on air i might have my i might have my uh, qualms about certain things he says and he does, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't share it in a forum like this. I make it a, a thing of mine that I don't, I don't speak bad of brothers normally, on there. But I'm gonna tell you that I do see flaws. And something recently made me pull away from Umar in general, uh, and it was the whole Kobe Bryant situation in which he just went to, to said, okay, oh, it's a conspiracy. At that point, I feel like now you're just trying, you you taking the tragedy of this man losing his life. This woman lost her husband and she lost her daughter in the same day. Something very tragic. And then the, the Atsabelli family and then the other families that were involved lost someone. And to trivialize it like that and to, almost seemed like capitalized on, oh, let me start this this thing to mm-hmm. say that it was, a, it was sabotage and, and it's this. And this is like, well, it reeks of disingenuousness. Right. Now, he could totally have felt that that's what it was, but at that point, I felt like it was hustling. It was a way to Mm kind of get some traffic going his way to to make a thing relevant to make sure that he sells tickets. The other stuff though, I still say I think he's doing the right thing. Just like um, my man Killer Mike said, he said, look, it's some people that bought up some neighborhoods in Atlanta and within a few months, they had a school up and running. And that was because they had cooperative economics on. This brother's not getting that cooperative Mm -hmm. economics. So, the school he's trying to do, a Montessori school, is a school that takes no funding from the government. is one that's ran by the neighborhood. You decide the curriculum, so when you go see certain parochial schools that are truly parochial, or certain uh, synagogues that have their little schools, the Jewish schools, the whole nine, you don't know what's being taught there because it ain't none of your business, because that's what the neighborhood's doing. This is what this brother's trying to do, and it's harder to make people understand because how are you going to get your endowment? We have a whole bunch of HBCUs out there that my daughter, she graduated from HBCU, but the HBCU is struggling. If it went for Trump just signed this bill and spent more money into them, who's to say how many would have closed this past year? Sound crazy for me to say that, doesn't it? But that's what happened. And the reason why that happens is we graduate, we go to these schools, but we don't write them into our wheels. We don't write them into our life insurance policies. So how is he going to fund this school for years and years? How did Harvard have a five billion or eight billion dollar endowment? That's because the people who graduate from Harvard ride them in their wheels. They make them part of their estates. We haven't gotten to that because we we still just trying to eat from day to day. Mm-hmm. So he's doing more than just open the school. He wants the school to be around for uh, for a minute. And now before I get off, I'm gonna use the XFL for an example. In 2001, Vince McMahon launched the XFL. It was a competitive lead to the lead to the NFL football. And within that year, it died because he didn't have a long term plan. This time, he said, I got a long-term plan. Now, I don't know what's going to happen with that long-term plan, but Dr. Umar has to have that long-term plan. We have to have 700-year plans when we doing stuff. So. Mm-hmm. But you're getting this guy, he's doing a blueprint with people who aren't used to doing stuff for themselves. So sometimes being a boss and making boss moves might seem like it's something... Of an anomaly to people who ain't used to it, mm-hmm. and I'm just leaving it at that.
0: <laughs> okay, hey, so, hold up, y'all hold tapped into the full disclosure show. Read some of these comments real quick, Rich. I'll see Patrick okay. up, boy, yeah, Cole. I see Patrick.
1: I see. Uh, older older. Seven. So what's up, family? Uh, yeah, we, we know what you meant. Oh, uh, what's going on now? Uh, give me, give me Satori. I can get that That's first necessary. name. I can't I get that. You know that last name? No, yeah, you, you say, know oh, what Joe is. That's, 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 that's the, yeah, you, that's, you, the, yeah, that's you, the You, yeah, you, 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 yeah, you want to know? Yeah. know? You want to know? Yeah. know? You want to know? You <laughs> 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 oh, know? to say what's up? He said, what's up, James?" Patrick Bubba Boy Cole, what's up, family? Shondell Ray. Patrick Bubba Boy Cole said, and he had no facts to back up what he is saying, as far as the Kobe Bryant situation went. What's up, Tom, Tom, Thomas McGill. What's Ryan? up, y'all? What's up, good people? Dominique Nunu Scott, Congratulations.
2: What's up, Anthony? Little, little—that's my brother right yeah, there. So, now, what, what was you about to say?
0: Brother? What were you about to say?
2: No, just back to the to the Dr. Umar thing. He—he's like, he's he its assistance out there, the organizations that are already out there. He get funding from NAACP, ACLU, all different types of things. But he has to look into those grants and funding. If he's not looking for the help, nobody can help. No, nobody's gonna reach out for him. I'm, you I'm, see I'm what I mean? I'm gonna so he's push gotta back on that grant. No, you no, don't know. No. You don't want any any type of money from I, any I, governmental thing, but, bro. But hold on, hold on. We're talking about or they're not government tied. This okay. is what I'm saying. I got you. The ACL C P they're not government tied. This I is what I'm you. saying. Right. You can accept money from them to make these things happen. But he th- he's so busy trying to be the man and do things by himself, he's stepping yeah. on his own toes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. so yeah, if, if you continue I'm to good step good. on your own toes yeah. instead of doing the research, right. how can you sit up there and get what you really need to make things happen? I, I agree. You know? Yeah, and so, I don't
3: think that looking into him and making sure that he checks out is a bad thing. I think because we get these leaders in the conscious community speaking from the conscious community, we get a, a black guy, a black leader. And they're speaking the right language and we just automatically jump on it but we don't look into that person not saying that he is dirty or anything and I think that's why having this discussion here is a good thing because I do I would like to help you know in any way that I can help Umar mm-hmm. Johnson but the way I look at it is that if Umar is saying I want to do A B and C and Muhammad is saying I want to do A B and C but Umar is not really putting the money where it's supposed to be, but he just got more charisma. He just got more holler than Muhammad. But Muhammad really going to put the money where it's at. Mm-hmm. I really ain't got money to waste. Mm-hmm. So if I give it to my, I give it to Umar and he ain't doing the right thing, and I just wasted my money and I just wasted time. So that's why I'm saying we should look into our leaders before we just jump on a bandwagon. Now, I don't want to throw Umar away because... Hmm. I, he do got something, and I do feel like if we're gonna mm-hmm. have a leader, and if we're gonna have somebody that can get this shit jumping, I think he could be, you know, so I'm he could be. He's got the. Platform. He could be that one.
2: He got the platform. He we through, just gotta he look into it. He created
3: the
1: him. platform for himself, but to a degree, I do think part of it is hustling.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you got to hustle to stay relevant. You got to make your money. He got to pay his bills somehow. Mm-hmm. But when you're so obvious with it, sometimes it can be insulting exactly. to someone's intelligence. Mm-hmm. But once again, we got to stop looking for leaders. Tell me who the Hispanic leader is. Tell me who the Asian leader is. Tell me who the white leader is. Tell I mean, me who I the could, Jewish I, leader I could, I could is. I can tell you who the white leader is. Okay, come on, man. We know Trump. I got no, 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 no,
2: no, no, no. Honestly, it's, it's what we need to do as black people. They got leaders in no 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 the communities. Ooh. Who? was that? Who is that leader? They got groups. You know what I'm saying? They lead together. It's not. It's not one person. When you come together and you make things stronger together, you got a leadership, not a leader. Well, and that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And that's how they house their communities. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I'm saying? If we do that in our communities. But be it's like, not be so much following
3: Umar as a leader. But if he's the only one building this monetary school, then. Who else we got to help? Who else we got to, you know what I'm saying? Follow, he's the one that's doing it. So let's right. give him a chance. So so let's throw our you know dollars. But right. see, so
1: why do we always have to overly vet the people who come for us? Be- we don't overly vet this government. Because sometimes overly they vet overly event people. us. You say what?
3: Sometimes they overly event us. Sometimes they expose us. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we've been getting exposed mm-hmm. by these followers or leaders or whatever you want to call them. You know what I'm saying? So before we just jump on the bandwagon, let's at least look at him. Check him out first. Yeah, right, man. Right.
1: It, it, it ain't going to hurt. Every, if every black person gave that man $10, it ain't going to kill the black community. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. It's not. Come on, let's, not. Let's, stop, let's stop pretending. I mean, but... Get a brother a chance. I mean, we we, 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 we split hairs That's that. Like got- it's not, not y'all. Uh-huh. I'm just saying in general, man, we, we splitting hairs. I mean, we we blew $10. You probably blew more than $20 a day. Right. Right. How is giving that man $10 going to kill you?
3: But if you're trying to invest in your money wisely... You got to look into who you invested uh, in, what you invested in. No, we
1: only in. do that with ourselves. Uh-huh. We only do the, the the more we wake up, the, the more sometimes we go to sleep. But too I'm big. not saying I understand the the reservations you might have of the character. Mm-hmm. Then you know what? If we feel like he's disingenuous, why not people with good hearts? Derek, I mean, we ain't got too many too many more minutes left on this. What
0: you got, brother? y'all's y'all's good, right? yeah, you no, know no, what no, man. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I mean. I I look at it like I look at anything, you know what I mean. I I, I to quote the great Ra- Raekwon the chef, "I puff it only right, leave the poison alone." You know what I mean. I, I you can learn from anybody. Mm-hmm. You can learn what you want to do, and you can learn what you don't want to do. And watching a brother like Umar, I can take a lot of positive things from how he move and and the things he say, and I can also learn from the things that I just like you say. One thing about us, you know, a lot of times it, it, it becomes ego. we men. You know, and when you build yourself up to a certain extent, there's an ego that comes along with it. Like, I did this. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times our ego will speak for us. And so I can look at that and, and, and remind myself that it's not about me. Like, you know, as I'm trying to build my platform, you know what I mean, to when it gets to a certain degree, I can say, okay, just remember, it's not it's, it's the message, it's not the messenger but in this in this society we focus on the messenger yeah we do we don't care the message and that speaks to what you said. that's why and i say black people are gets too emotional because a person with charisma comes up and say some things and and we just we just ready to jump and follow so it's 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 cool to be skeptical it's cool to have a, a certain level of skepticism you know what i mean mm-hmm. and, and that's a great thing because like you know okay i can say i don't agree with that and I can go by my business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that well, that's he he said that was deep. I can I can use that. Uh, I, I don't really you know I'm not feeling that. But we you know it's like all or nothing with people these days. Like you know I'm only like you say you're on the fence. It's okay to be on the fence. You know what I mean? You can still support somebody on the fence. Yeah, yeah. that's right. You know what right I mean? I want to you can him. still support somebody on the fence. And he the,
3: gives that good and, message. And and, I, and
0: the thing too that I learned. And a Real quick story, you know, I ran into a bum one time. Well, you know, guy was said he was hungry, and I said, so uh, you know, I, I pull, I was just pulling in the McDonald's. I said, well, what do you want? He, says, he said, oh, I wanted Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> I said, nah, man, I'm at McDonald's. He said it in the wrong yeah. line. <laughs> he wants, he wants some money. i I like if you if you're hungry, I I I'll buy you I'll some. I get you, I'll yeah. give you, you know, tell me what you want. He told me what combo he want. He walked around. I bought him his combo, gave it to him, and I peeled off. He walked around the corner. I turned. As I turned the corner, he throws the the the, the food away and kept the drink. Look, there that. He told you he was. Right. You know what I mean? He told me. But the thing is, I, 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 I was good with me. Like, you got to live with that. Yeah. I did what I thought was right. You, you got to live with it. So even if he ain't doing what he's supposed to do, like, you know, you your intentions is good. Mm-hmm. So after you done that, you done with it. Now, if he fucking that money off, you know, at the strip club, you know what I'm saying, throwing ones <laughs> right. up, you know, that's on him. And that karma will bite you. So, it's like, you know, like the other day, man, I was watching, I ain't no Christian, or nothing, but I was watching T.D. Jakes. T.D. Jakes says a lot of deep stuff, man. T.D. Mm-hmm. T. Jakes is a very wise brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, I ain't, you know, go to church or nothing, but mm-hmm. I take what, I Take from it, you know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, that, yeah. yeah, exactly. That was, that was that was that was that was that was deep. What he said, okay, yeah. that was wise, you know what I mean? It don't matter who it is and where it comes from. I'm gonna take the good and the stuff that I can't use, I'm gonna leave the fat on the bone, you know what I mean? So, it's whether Umar or Malcolm or Farrakhan, or you know, I'm not all in with none of these guys, I'm not no mindless follower like yeah. these Trump supporters are. Like, <laughs> you know, if you misstep. Like you said, Omar, with the whole thing with the Kobe Bryant. Yeah. You know, you you, you know most people, when they on, they're like, well, you going to defend everything you do. Mm-hmm. You know, this that's not what we do. That's not what You man, know man. what I mean? So, if it's something that brought me the wrong way, I might say something about it. Yeah. Or I, it might change the way I look at you. But I'm not going to throw you away because yeah. I see your value. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, that's how I feel about basically the whole nine yards. But, hey, man, we need as many brothers as we can to keep pushing, keep doing what we doing, whether – you know what I'm saying? Like, it, if his motives aren't genuine, his goal is. Okay. You know what I mean? If and of course there's gonna be some ego. There's gonna be some selfishness. They're gonna be. You know, we we are. We human. Yeah, we human. You're human. You know, so you know, but the brother has value, man. And he's very, he's a very char- charismatic, strong black man. And hey, I, I'm i ride with him. Hey, I know, ride with we, him. We
1: gotta fight that Willie Lynch chip every single step of the way because we have. We had this thing, we did set, we own each other. But well, we we let this government, we let everybody do everything to us. Yeah.
0: And there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that, you know what I mean? You know, it goes back when people was, you know, trying to get away. Yeah. Hey, man, shield, man, yeah, like, so people wanted to run, some people didn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, So people wanted to run, some people didn't. So it was a mistrust. They, they The mistrust that was imprinted in our, in our communities, man, you know what I mean? That was done intentionally, like you said, a whole Willie lunch Day. Mm-hmm. You tapped into the full disclosure show. Derek Lamont wins the first. Barbara Rich Greed, Dick Dastley, and the little lady that house Lisa Lisa. Special guest, Mr. Jerome Jackson. What's up with it, y'all? I in house. Yes, sir. And yes, indeed. <laughs> but y'all, please, please chime in in the comments on this. And uh, we're going to move. Call the, the number 330 578 4230. We're going to slide on in. Did I say Dick Dowsley, social media posted the week. Man,
1: social media posted We week. You know what's been buzzing. My name, my man, Caden Bayless, out of Australia. He's a young dwarf boy, nine years old, that was getting bullied in school, came home to his mama, got in the car and said he wanted to kill himself. I think we all seen the video. It was heartbreaking, heart-wrenching. You know, uh, you know that, that 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 was just horrible. Um you know, sometimes kids do what they do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna attach this uh, video in here so y'all can see it. Uh, you know, you, you gotta feel bad. Bullying is bullying. I mean, we all, we all had our form. I got bullied. You got bullied. I don't, I don't know if you got bullied before, but yeah, okay. You so, sure? You know, <laughs> we've all had a taste of it, and we've all hated it, and we've all had a scar from it. Yeah. You know, they say you spend 18 years on this world being a child, you spend the rest of your life trying to get over it. And uh, you know, just to have a young man that has those types of disabilities or uh, type of hurdles—I don't want to say disability because you can offend people so easily mm-hmm. nowadays—but uh, had the type of hurdles that he has, and then to go to school and be made fun of. I'm just gonna take 30 seconds of this video. This is mom talking. About. So I've just picked quite my son up
3: from school, witnessed a bullying episode, rang the principal, and I want people to know, parents. Educators, teachers, this is the effect that bullying has. This is what bullying does. So can you please educate your children, your families, your friends? Because all it takes is for one more instant, and you wonder why kids are killing themselves.
1: I'm going to stop right there because he said, I want a knife so I can kill myself. And at a certain point, he does his neck like this, where he's really scratching it and trying to hurt himself. Now, when this happened, it's a comedian out there. I forget his name. He—he's a dwarf as well. He started a GoFundMe. He raised thirty thousand dollars for this kid. You know, you know, to you know, help with his self-esteem, the whole nine. But there's been a big launch. Now, <laughs> you talk about haterade. There's a big launch to say that this kid was not nine years old. That he was actually eighteen years old. And you see it. I see it so so much in a lot of these other. Oh, he eighteen, and uh, they're only part. <laughs> I ain't into that they they're Aboriginal, you know they're 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 mixed but mostly Aboriginal in Australia and uh, you know you you have a big push of people saying that this kid 18 is a fake they show him having money and they uh, show this sign that says eighteen, not him in front of it, but just a, mm-hmm. a sign that says eighteen then him with his mama. and he's doing this what what about a kid doing this or this got to do with their age so back in 2015 him and his mother appeared on a, a television show. Uh, in Australia, you know, ABC UK or something like that. And what she was talking about, he has a rare form of dwarfism Dorf, that's called, I don't know the name, you know, I can't even pronounce the name. But it's a clip of her and him in a store. And he's like, don't look at me, don't look at me. What she, I think his mom has done is made him hypersensitive mm-hmm. to people already looking at him. Yeah. Like you you put that in his head. How does a four-year-old, four-year-old, we don't know anything. The four-year-old is looking at everybody. You ever said, uh, you have been on public transportation, and the baby was sitting in front of you, and the baby turned around and just looked at you? Because that's <laughs> what kids do, right? Yeah. you are like, this baby don't stop looking at me. I feel a certain type of way. So, but you're putting in his head some of that. So yeah. I think that his mom does play into that somewhat. But to come out here and have this campaign that he's 18, it's been disproven. You know, it, it doesn't take much research. I'm going to get to you. It doesn't take much research to see that this this little boy is nine years old. But the fact that people are saying he's eighteen and they're scammers. Now, what did they get? They got thirty thousand dollars in that GoFundMe. Now, I'm just sharing something. You know, I'm I'm, and I'm gonna go, with y'all. I want you opinion. It's it's funny how everybody had this vitriol. They wanted to attack this little boy and his mom. Hey, they fake. They they, they they hustlers. They this. Now, Wells Fargo just got sued. Wells Fargo will pay three billion dollar a three billion dollar fine as part of a settlement in a civil lawsuit. For a fake for his fake account scandal, in case you forgot, thousands of Welfare Fargo employees opened millions millions of savings and checking accounts in the name of actual customers, forged customers' signature to cover up the fraud, and move money from customers' actual accounts to the fraudulent ones in a scheme that went on for years. As part of the settlement, the the Justice Department will not criminally prosecute the bank. Three billion. On $22 billion of profit, it's barely a slap on the wrist, and none of the executives involved in the scheme have been charged. Yet again, corporate criminals face no consequences for their actions. We have two justice systems, one for the rich and powerful and one for everyone else. What I use that, that's just me using that as leverage to say, you see how we, we get on this little boy whose life expectancy is what? right? Whose quality of life is what? He still, even if he was scamming, he still has to deal with the fact that he has this condition. Right. So what if he got $30,000 and he had a good time this time? This bank got $22 billion, opened a millions of fake fake accounts, and I ain't heard not one person talk about it. But y'all talking about a little dwarf? For real? For real? Really?
2: All right, man. What's your thoughts? All right. So I think, I think like you said, his mother plays a lot into to the uh, – over give him what I call an over compassion to his his uh his differences, okay, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it a difference. The whole thing is how you perceive to your child that difference is going to be either an advantage, irregularity, regularity or disability, and what she's done is disable him here. Mm-hmm. because she could have empowered him in the same place. Mm-hmm. And she That's didn't right. do that. So now he feels victimized versus advantaged, you know what I mean, inside of society. Because, yes, and it's no pun intended, he's going to take a different view. You know what I mean? He's going to he's going to turn around and say, hey, listen, I've been bullied. I can turn around and have have uh, conversations with other people who have been bullied because they can look at me and say, hey, listen... Uh, I know he's dealt with it. He can relate mm-hmm. to me. He can look at it like that. Or he could be that kid that actually does hurt himself. And by her feeding into it so much, it's just going to cause it even more. Sorry. More you know, yeah, It's just going to cause it. Yeah, I
0: agree. Lisa, Lisa. Uh,
3: I do agree that society does play into minute things. I think we are so minute. And we could be very um, hypocritical over things that we shouldn't really be, you know what I'm saying, criticizing. But when we need to criticize, we're so worried about something so minute. We're letting all these things go over our head. And that's why we keep getting fucked with No Vaseline. And that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me, but that's just what it is. And until we stop paying attention to these simple-minded things and start paying attention to things that matter, we're going to keep getting, right. excuse me, fucked with no Vaseline. Um, as far as her playing into it, I'm not really too sure if that's what it is. I mean, maybe because I'm a mother, when you see your kids going through what they're going through, it is sometimes hard to you know say so you want to baby your kids, especially when they're he looks so sad and so helpless. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> on the other hand, when this, ro- this world is cruel and it is a dog eat dog world, and when you have differences like that, you need to have that You to have hair.
0: Ray Charles' mama. You know what I'm yeah, So
3: at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can love him, you can hug him, but you also need to tell him, like, boy, this is what it is. This is your yeah. life. Yeah. So you're going to have to get this thick skin. Mm, I right. love you, but shut that damn crying up. You talking
1: about to talk to every black parent? <laughs> they black son? Yeah. So it's time for the talk. Yeah. Man, yeah. stuff
3: like this
0: is just so unfortunate, man. And like you said, you know, I had, I had bullies, you know what I mean? And it's one of the things that I never could really understand. Mm. You know what I mean? Fully, until like now, I look at it like when. It's, it's interesting, man, because when you look at school and kids, specific, specifically in school, it's like a microcosm of society. It really is. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and when you really look at the prism, if you think about why do kids bully other kids? Like, what is it about that kid to get bullied? What is it what is about me that I was getting bullied? Mm-hmm. And certain don't. And when you really analyze it, it comes down to any child that's different. Any child that walks different from the status quo, and it'll show you how indoctrination works. Yeah. Kids are programmed so early to identify what is so like what is like so. If a black kid goes to an all white school, those kids are programmed and that kid is not supposed to be there, mm-hmm. and 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 their programming is going to like well we're going to pick on him. and if they and if and if it's a tough kid and he's not one of them out, Tears then they serious. they're going to be programmed not to say nothing at all. They're going to ostracize. If they can't bully you, they ostracize you right just like society it's the same thing it's like and when you see how these kids operate, you understand how deep programming really is, you know what I mean like so any kid that's that's too tall, too fat uh uh not the right color, not smart enough, or doesn't act or dress see art thing i didn't have like growing up you know I had a single mom you know struggling i didn't had i couldn't get the clothes. That you know, what I mean, all that some of the other kids had. Mm-hmm. So, because I wouldn't dress like they was dressed, you know, it was a rank. You know, I did the whole ranking thing, oh, yeah, we're gonna talk yeah, about your shoes, yeah, your buddies, we're gonna talk, because you don't. Yeah, pull your shoes yeah, up. Dude. because you don't look like what we've been programmed to, to be acceptable. And right. that's just, that's just, it's, so this little boy is definitely outside of that. And these kids don't even know why they're doing it. They yeah. just program, they just run the program to, oh, he's different, let's get him. You know what I mean? And it's just side that. And 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 to speak on it like you know, she it does seem like he's, you know, taking a victim role, and I think she is, she is partly responsible too. for that. Too. You know what I mean? I don't think it's so. And I know it's hard not to, but like you said, you need Ray Charles' mama. Like, look, boy, this is how it's gonna be. This is what you got. You ain't never gonna be taller than this. So you gotta, you know, take. A, if if they got something to say, make you hey, break on the back. Yeah. You know, do this, do that. She got to power him. You See, know I, you
2: I know? had, I had the mama and my sister on here. I know she's, gonna, she gonna yeah, crash up. said, uh, they, they, they jealous. That's why they bully. So Toya, so, so you, you yeah. want to know? That's what she So scared. listen, my sister, listen. Even she'd tell you because she's. So we had, we had this problem with a family that we, we lived in, in this housing project <laughs> where I grew up. Okay. Hey, and my mama mean. didn't handle business in front of her kids, so she would send you home, and do whatever she was doing right there. Okay. So if you. This lady went around the corner. She put her hands on me. Okay. My mama said, no, you come here. Like, I did something wrong to get me to come to her. We said, take your ass (laughs) on." Okay. I turned around to go sneak around the corner to see what she was doing. She was monkey-stumping this lady. You hear me? She was, listen, she wasn't playing with her. Well, touch mine. Now, when we got back to the house, she was like, we had to talk. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my sister, my sister, she tell you, mm-hmm. listen, she'd tell you, she said we had to talk. She's not going to touch you. She's not going to say nothing to you no mm-hmm. more. But that's the discreetness period. But you say, said, but, but now it's it's like everything's a, f- every, everything's not even a fight anymore. It's all victimization. Right. It can't be like that if you are going to survive in society, especially in an American society. Period.
0: That's but the escalation. Go ahead. That's yeah, the escalation. Yeah. But she didn't quick to
1: pick that out when something of uh, a racial disparity happens to us. They right. quickly say, oh, no, no, you just, you searching for it. No, bro, we know. <laughs> we've, been getting, mm. we've been getting racism thrown at us for a long yeah. time. Yeah. We know we sit down. I've been in meetings, and I told my uh, my friend, I said, hey, man, I'm going to leave. Uh, his name's Derek, too, Derek Wheeler. I'm like, hey, man, I'm going to leave. She racist. And uh, he's like, how do you know? You don't know that. I left the room. She's like, are you his boss? And you blah, blah, blah. It was my account. She ended up signing the contract. I knew I wanted the contract. Bruh. I want your money. I just don't want your racism. I got, I got it. But he got it sign. He said, "How did you know?" I said, "Bro, when you have been getting it your whole life, you know the minute, the minute you walk in that room." So that little, that little boy of they want what you got anyhow. They just
2: gonna make you work hard
1: for being smaller in stature. People are going to be able to visually see that
2: difference yeah.
1: you know I never even thought of it like that because we know our blackness shows right. but his shortness shows as soon as he walk in people know that something is different even kids kids have a yeah. thing where they look at, right. look at little people and they're like are you me are you one of me or you seem like you're older you know kids want to know right. Right. they want to know so that's that inquisitiveness I don't think that is naturally normally hate you know uh, you see that with people hurt people hurt people when you said people were getting on you, they just didn't want somebody getting on them. So, a lot of times that bullying, mm-hmm. it starts because I don't want to get picked on. Deflection. So, I'm going to find somebody weaker than right. me real quick and then we're going to double team and we're going to triple team. And then soon they like, whoo.
0: The microcosmos of how society, how society works. Is. It, you know, you see it unfolding. Yep. Like, right here and the, and then you even see it even more in the parents. You know, you made, you made a good yeah. point when you go to like, even back to the schools, like it went from, you know, the parents looking out, like even in the schools, where it's like it went from what did my son do to what did you say my son did? Like, you mm-hmm. know, instead of uh, uh, empowering the teacher, we, we we it went the opposite way, mm-hmm. and it's like the same with bullying. Like, you know, the parents are, are I've been dismissed, took the power away from it, like they That's you right. can't even handle it. Like, and you could it's helpless to see your child being bullied. You know what I mean? Because it's literally not, almost like nothing you can do. How, how
1: many parents almost
0: ran up on a six year old? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Of you? <laughs> <laughs> Who little Rodney? Where little Rodney at, man? Yeah. Keep
1: me, you touch my baby? Oh, no. Patrick Buffalo Buf- Cole said bullies act out of their own insecurities. They want to divert attention away from their flaws by picking on others. And then uh, Shannon Lucas Petrella said, Hi, Jerome. Sienna is giving you kisses. Marcus Johnson just joined. Happy birthday, cuz. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woman, yeah. You
3: know? I think that it is an imbalance of um, desensitization and overly sensitive. I think it's definitely an imbalance because society has been desensitized that when we do see things that we should be sympath- sympathetic to, we definitely are not. And when we shouldn't be so emotional over something, we definitely are overly emotional.
1: Hey, Satoya... You don't want to know She said that's me She'd be ready to jump yeah. On the toddler you, yeah. Hey, you Hey That's the one right there Why well, you got that Four year old In <laughs> the head like Girl stop so go Four She yeah. She'd get Two year old Fight kids <laughs> I ain't gonna lie man. We all been there When our kid Got you bullied You know how bad you yep. are You be like Well let me just Let me, let me talk to his father here. Let, let me out of his yeah. father You here. gonna you catch these hands hey, 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 hey man You gonna get your kid <laughs> In check That's all I'm saying And I be bashful
2: yeah. About it
0: either And two man one of the things that what they say people around have to step up man you know we see we see people there's one bully where there's 30 kids kids cheering the bully on Mm -hmm. there's 30 kids standing around watching and laughing nobody steps up for these kids and then you wonder why they come to school and blast everybody you know what I mean like I think the people have to be more it, it, you know, somebody, hey, nah, you're, you're, it's not happening here. Mm-hmm. You're not bullying on this kid. Like, and nobody does that. That's how these things are allowed to happen. People yeah. know about it. They record it now. You know, you got one or two bad apples, but 20 people laughing and giggling and watching because and, just glad it and just it ain't them. Yeah, they just it ain't them and nobody will step up and say, hey, nah, this is not happening. I always used to, in the movies, man, I always used to be happy when the the nah, guy would yeah, step up know, for the bully, you know, step up and beat the bully up <laughs> yeah. for him. Somebody step up and do something.
2: That's right. So, Toya y- so, so y- said she beat up a two-year-old. <laughs> yeah, too. Listen, <laughs> yeah, she I'm telling you, my sister ain't no
0: joke. Something different. Y'all tapped into the full disclosure show I'm Derek Lamont, <laughs> Williams, the first, Barbara Green, Dick Dashley, and the little lady of the house, Miss mm-hmm. Lisa Lisa, and very special guest, Jerome Jackson. Like I said, thank y'all for y'all. Comments and love, man. Keep chiming in. We got the, uh, sure. line number. Uh, um, what's that number? Here we go. Three three zero five seven eight. Yes, 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 garbage. yes. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and slide into the next topic real quick. And it's, it's a uh, topic, do good guys really finish lives? <clears throat> and this is based on the conversation you know, me and you have had a lot, of Rich, you know what yeah. I mean? I consider myself a good guy. You know, I know you consider yourself a good guy, you know what I'm saying? My man's wrong, you know, consider yourself a good guy. So, you know earlier, you know what I'm saying, when I was younger, I I could tell you like I probably if I had a dollar for every time. Like a girl would tell me, Oh, you too nice. I used to be I used to be too nice. Or I was too quiet, you know what I mean? <laughs> and it was like you you you, you will get a, a situation where it's like where, even in, whether it be just in in the workplace or in business wise, you know, a person that's uh, trying to be a good person, yeah. try to do things the right way, and not cut people's cut, you know, stab people in the back, or be upfront about yeah. people. You know, this is always the narrative is always this: you can't win this way. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't be successful this way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, without being cutthroat and and and, and that type of person, and then getting back to where I was like, I will, you know, a lot of women will try to run over you. You know what I mean, and and thinking just because you're nice or you're good that they can treat they can act a certain type of way, and I know a period of my life where I was I I became very cold and callous because of this. You know what I mean. I was seeing, yeah. Yeah. And, and then yeah. I went from one way to seeing how women now women love me. You know when I was and I was never don't get me wrong I wasn't smacking chicks in the head <laughs> and that you know yeah. what I mean. I was still me, but I was you know I was very cold. I was very callous. I was very matter of fact. I didn't care what you how you felt. Basically, how it was, and it seemed like I even had this thing. Like sometimes it seemed like if you make a woman cry, you will never get rid of. Her. You know what I'm saying? It was a, it's just like a weird real real thing. Like you know, and and, and you see the differences. Now in my life, I, I've learned to navigate in the middle. I guess those were both parts of me. Sure. But the truth, the matter of fact is, sometimes you have to be an asshole. You have to be. It seems like. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to have a, a certain amount of dog in you, so so to speak, because it's like if if you if you don't, you know you you I guess that's the narrative. You will get ran over. You will you you can't win all the way. You know what I mean? But I, it, it's I guess it's a fine line. You know what I mean? Being respectful, being honest, doing things the upright, earnest way. And still winning on your own terms. You know what I mean? And so, But, yeah, it's, I, I guess at times you just have to understand that some people are not going to respect that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're just not. Some people are not going to respect that. Then you have a decision to make. So I just want to go ahead and put that out there in the discussion. You know what I'm saying? Kick it off with the guests. So thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, so, like, I think I think good guys finish last. I'm a good guy. I finish last in a lot of situations in life. And, I mean, that goes back into here. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. the, on, this was my vent for that stuff. Because if you fight it here in the media, you don't fight clear. So, writing has always been my vent. But, in that, in that now that it's vented in some, some way form a fashion, you tend to let things go. Then you come back to those situations again later on down mm-hmm. the line, right? And you know how like, to face them. I mean, clear. Not to
0: cut you off, but that's but that's one of my things.
2: Like I just let it go. You know what I'm saying? See, you
0: just let it go. But
2: guess what? And then you let it go. The thing is, I've never let go of these things. Any, there's gonna be plenty of books out there. You'll see a lot. Mm-hmm. I've never let any of those things go. I step back. Right. right. I faced them in that moment through a pen versus a jail cell. In a, in a in a lot of situations Okay And the honest to God truth is When I come back to those situations I literally defeat them So And I approach them differently So I can't be scarred anymore mm-hmm. By any of those situations So like, Nice guys Especially in the immediate moment Do finish last But who gets last laugh Is that same nice guy You know what I mean So
1: yeah. It's a marathon Right
2: Nobody wants to talk about that last part you know, it's always an eventual. It's always some type of way that God brings things to be rectified to uh-huh. You know what I mean? So, right. I mean, honest to God, truth, it's a totally, it's totally true statement. You know, it's totally That's true. Deep, and before
0: you go, Lisa, I just want to say this. That's deep what you just said because I say all the time, uh, you don't never see nobody in their will or on their obituary talk about he was survived by... Three houses and four cars and all this. You, know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? you never see that, but when you go to funerals and you go to see the people there, and you see the legacy somebody has left, you know what I mean. And you hear people speak on this person and how many people, how many lives a person has touched. You see who finished the last lives. You know people don't see that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. A
1: few ago, uh, Patrick Robert Cole said it seems like people love the asshole. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
3: Definitely can't agree with that. Um, I think that the process is slower, so it may take you longer because the process is slower. So, yeah, in the sense, the nice guy finished last, but I think it also requires balance. You definitely have to have a balance of dog and pussycat. You know what I'm saying? You can't just be all dog. You can't just be all pussycat. So, I think the people that are finishing before the nice guys, because they're all dog and they're stepping on whoever, whatever they get to wherever, mm-hmm. they have let their uh, morals go and their integrity go. So if that is your code, then you're willing to eat anybody. you know what I'm saying? you're a dangerous type of person. But I do think that if you have that balance, I think you'll come out a lot more shinier, a lot right. more polished.
0: You have to be able to say no.
3: You're going to have that more long-term time, <laughs> that more long mm. success, you know, and the more positive energy you put out there, the more you will get in return. So, I mean, I'd rather finish last. I'd rather be the nice guy and finish last. Mix that little balance in. Mm-hmm.
0: Point is to finish. Dick Dasher.
1: Man, yeah, y'all, all said some some mouthfuls of. Uh, you know, I I've been a nice guy, and I finished last. You know, I, I've been that person that you know people feel like they ain't bad to defend. You know, like oh he's so nice, I gotta defend. I'm like oh no, you know people, you know <laughs> yeah, I, I like, like like oh no. But the truth of the matter is, I wouldn't operate in my manhood when that was happening. It's it's not the it's not the person. Yeah, do nice guys finish last, of course. Because the world is not used to genuine people. Mm. So they look at you like you're anomaly, something wrong. Most people who are nice, they want something in people's minds. Right. Like, oh, you're doing this because you want something from me. You. If you're being nice to a woman, she thinks you're just trying to sleep with her. Well, of course I'm trying to sleep with you. You're a woman. I have a penis. So yes, uh, yeah, Okay, let's get that out of the way. All right? But not, not, not just that, but I'm just nice. Then what some people might do, they might do something hard. Harmful towards you, something disrespectful, and then you still continue to be nice. Now they feel bad, right? But guess what they do? They continue to turn yeah. dirt to you because now they know they don't. Well, because that, I that first get, time I was put a test. Bl- I, I could test boundaries, you. yeah. So I don't respect you. But truth is, you don't respect yourself. See, niceness is not genuine. Nice is phony. I just tell you because you want something. Even though I feel like I was the nicest person in the world, and I was doing it just because I'm nice, I was doing it for a reason. I was doing it because I wanted you to see me as nice. I wanted you to see me as being a good person or a nice person. You've heard the saying, man, he's too nice or she too nice. But you ain't heard the saying she too good. I remember once I told you, I was like, Derek, you're probably the best person. No, you're a good person, but you ain't nice. You ready to jump down my throat. It's like, no, you're not a nice person. The thing is, you had to learn how not to be. Not being nice just means you're not being phony with yourself. You're being real with yourself. Mm -hmm. I strive to be good. One of the best people I know, I'm just going to use him as an example. I know a lot of good people, so anybody out there that's good, don't take it for being wrong. I'm sitting with three very good people, but I use Mr. Freeman as my example all the time. That's like my second father. Mr. Freeman will give you the shirt off his back. He's a good man. He's the salt of the earth, but he ain't nice. He ain't nice. He don't miss words. He don't play. You don't overstep your bounds with him. You don't disrespect him, you don't serve you don't say certain things, but he'll do anything for you if he can. That's a good man, but he ain't nice. I strive to be good now. Mm-hmm. Nice means you leveraging some, you hoping somebody sees something, so you keep being nice, but that person is gonna keep emptying your soul out and they're gonna keep taking a piece away from you and they're not gonna give it back. They don't even know to give it back after a certain time. They don't even know that they're abusing you anymore. But they do it because that's just what, what they used to. And you keep accepting it because you think, well, eventually, hopefully they'll see that I've been so good to them. They're never going to see. It. Good. Good is for mm-hmm. real nice as phony. That's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. I was being phony to a large degree. I'm going to tell you who broke it down and I'll leave it at this. My man, Will Smith, said it the best. He was like, man, I've reached the point to where, okay, Will Smith did his job, but that ain't really me. Will Smith was somewhere, he was a movie premiere, he was talking to a French guy, and the French guy tried to kiss him. I don't know if y'all remember that. I remember that. He hit he him, him it. before he knew it. Yeah. Like, man, what did you kiss him for? I ain't on that, you know, I ain't on that stuff, blah, blah, blah. And the world was like, <gasps> and he said, oh man, I just ended my career. He said, man, he said, he get to his room, Jay-Z blowing him up. And he like, you know, Jay don't normally do that. Jay don't know how to do that. So he's like, oh, I know I'm messed up. Now I gotta hear Jay talk, all right? So he pick up, he's like, What's up? He was like, hey, <laughs> man, about time. <laughs> he was like, man, his career took off again. That's because he stopped being Mr. Nice guy. He mm-hmm. started being real with himself. Mm-hmm. And man, when you get hurt, and this is I'm just talking to men in general, a woman gonna always respect a man who operates in his manhood even when he hurt. As a man, sometimes your woman gonna do or say certain things, or in this in this case, I gotta keep it gender fluid. Your partner will <laughs> say or do stuff to you that you that may hurt you, but you still gotta operate within your principles as a man, and that's how you get respect. You always be a man. You demand it, and if somebody step out of bounds, you gotta be strong enough to walk away from. Mm-hmm. it. So being a nice guy, nice guys, of course you finish last because you're not being real to yourself. You're being fake. That's it.
0: But even yeah. And even still we missing words like and that's that's profound because <clears throat> I just come to realization, you know what I mean, for years I was being who I thought I was supposed to be. You know what I mean? I was I was yes. being I said, that come, I, that come from when
2: you started start at home. Yeah, yeah. It started at home. It yeah. started when you go to school. Be nice to this person. Yeah. Be, nice to be nice to this person. And and, be nice. and you and
0: because you generally have a good heart so that that, that, that's even on top of that so because I got a good heart you know I feel like this is how I'm supposed to be I'm supposed to be this way I'm supposed to be that way I'm supposed to be this way and then you learn after getting you know, crypto over and, and, and kicked in the gut and, and, and taken advantage of, you know what I mean? And you learn. I feel so <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I learn. And you know, like I, went, I, I did a, like, I did a complete 180, like, yeah. you know what I mean, for, for, for years. You did, man. You, you did. know what I mean? I did a complete 180, like, because I was angry. You know what I mean? Like, I was seeing how, and then it was like, I'm thinking, like, ah, fuck these bitches. You know what I mean? Right, right, and right, what, right. What, what, what ended up happening is, they was like, oh, they found it. Uh, you know what yeah. I mean? It was like he I was attracted. He so real,
3: girl.
0: I mean, you, you know, it was like, but <laughs> but the thing is, you know, it was it was the same way both ways. You know what I mean? I just didn't see it. You know what yeah. I mean? I was just you pay attention more of the people who, you know, usually you do with the people who like, you know, like you might have one person. Go ahead, you got a comment on you that? two comments. Uh, Satoya went on.
1: She said, uh, it really it really does matter if the nice guy finishes last. As long as he does from finish with without stopping, so I guess it doesn't matter what he finishes. Yeah. Okay, okay. Nobody or nothing uh, should stop him from his goal. She went on to say, "He finished as long as he didn't let no one or nothing stop him." Does it really matter if he's nice? Yeah, it does. You know from my experience to so
2: stop that. Hey, what's up? <laughs> because Ray what Green. Tell him stop faking words up. I love muscles.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. Ray so,
2: I'm so talking about my, my sister that's playing the devil's,
1: the devil's advocate. That's all. That she does. That. No, finish no, your thought. You No, no, go ahead. Was, go you are stroking <laughs> it. You were <was> stroking
2: it, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No,
1: but you know what? You should be stepped on if you're too nice. Bottom line, because you ain't being real with yourself. Now, mm-hmm. there's there's one thing where you just don't know. And there's one, one where you're being nice for the, absolutely the wrong reasons, like you said, because you think... It's, it's proper etiquette. Mm-hmm. But it's not proper etiquette to let people keep using you and settling on you. That's right. You you have to say something, you know, the universe gave you. It's called mother wit, common sense. Common sense tell you tells you, don't let the people use and abuse you. That's just ridiculous. At that point, you lack the self-confidence. And I've been there, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I mean, if we're going we to keep it at 100, right? This is the full disclosure show, school, right? Keep it at 100. So I'm like, hey, that ain't happening. I'd rather not deal with you, Right. Mm-hmm. you know?
0: That's it. And you, know, and, and you know what's crazy is, too, is being being the energy, like, people get confused when they, they, they confuse the word when it's like they say alpha male, right? And in a lot of people's minds, they, they see this loud, boisterous, you know, colorful cat being the alpha, when actually that's not the case at all. Kind of you know, the alpha male is the one that can walk and, and who he is and not have to brag or talk loud and be and you see you know what I mean yeah. when you when, a, when an alpha male is in a room full of wannabe alpha males you see you know what I mean the, the, you see, I mean you see they it, yeah. the gravitate. you see it you yeah. see it a hundred times yeah. and it's like you know so a lot of times people get it twisted like because you know I'm speaking for me personally because I'm a naturally quiet person unless you get till you get to know me mm-hmm. you know what I mean so they might think you know what I mean? But real cats know I like, oh, I, you know, I, I have a level of respect anywhere I ever been. Yeah. yeah you know, we, we you didn't know, have been to the hood or to the hood in, a, in any city and never had no Yeah. Why, you know what I mean? Because real recognize real, real. real, you know what I mean? And it's just only them fake cats that want to be alpha males that's really emotional. Yeah. People don't realize that alpha star here. Yeah. yeah. And you could be a night. you could be a good guy and be an alpha, definitely. Mm-hmm.
1: Lisa, you got anything to add to that? Woman? we Yeah, because I really,
0: you know, look yeah, at the woman's yeah, no, no, point, no, no, point yeah, of view. Sure Especially when it sure. comes to like, you know, a guy trying to holler you or in relationships, whatever, what you consider like yeah. everybody um, gonna be mad if you say he too soft. <laughs> you
1: know? yeah. No,
3: I think that because I've been what been through what I've been through, I think it made me the nicest asshole you <laughs> ever did meet. You know what I'm saying? Like and
0: that's a, good analogy. That's a very good analogy.
3: And that's how I see myself. And I'm kind of happy, I ain't kind of, I am happy that I went through everything that I went through, even the ugliest of the ugliest, from being a kid to being a grown woman, because it made me the nicest asshole today, and it made me as wise as I am. Um, I think I'm one of the wisest people in my in my peer group. Um, I don't really have... <laughs> I don't. I don't really have a lot of peers that I hang out with because, not to demean anybody, but I just don't feel like they think the way that we think. That I that this group right here, like y'all, are my y'all my amigos. I'm with y'all all the time, but everybody else, like I can't put them into my circle because they're not the nicest assholes. And, that not, you ever and,
0: not, and that's the asshole part. Yeah. Because you have to cut people yeah. off. Yeah. And it, it can be difficult, you know. And and even when difficult. you know it's for your best interest, it sometimes it can be difficult because you want to be nice. So, you, you know what I
2: mean? So, as this dude, I'm quick. Drop now. I <laughs> dropped like a bad habit out of my picture. This is what it is. Yeah, and that's I waiting for that yeah, that's, that's being, the bottom line is this: <laughs> you have I'm to to the point in life where, if, it takes and not energy. just being self, not being selfish, but if it's not, if it's not to the point where. It's beneficial for both of us to be around each other. And it's not a back and forth where we feed off each other. Mm-hmm. Instead, you're just eating off meat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trying to. Peace. Right. I'm going to tell you. Know you what I'm saying? It's just. A few
0: yeah, yeah, go ahead and read the comment
1: real quick. What you're gonna say what you going to say. Patrick Bubboy Cole said, there's generally nice people out there. We confuse them with people uh, who are nice with an agenda. I agree. Uh, Antonio Mitchell said, what's up, Nephew. I think it's cool to be a good to be good and nice if it is you being you as long as you are keeping yourself respect and demanding respect back that's the good aspect I think that's the good aspect over mm-hmm. the nice aspect mm-hmm. and then uh, Patrick Pat started laughing nice
0: assholes
1: that's a good <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. But I, I think that's just having boundaries. I think that's what we're saying. Yeah. Nice assholes just mean we got boundaries. Right, 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 I mean, right. I'm cool as long as you don't that boundary. You were saying. Well,
0: something. no, I was about to say I'm just the opposite, man. I, I excruciate over cut people off. Like I give people time. Well, you know, I, you know, and I be telling like, man, am I wrong? So you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, but they did this, and then I, I, I get chance after chance. But, no, what, but what, I, what I've learned is, and I say this, I say this too. Like I learned that people cut themselves off. You know what I mean? Like yeah. at a certain point, it's like okay, because I give. Depending on who it is, depending on how close it is to my circle, or whatever you know. Sometimes it be family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I give opportunity after opportunity, and I, I, I'm not a, I'm I'm not a petty person. I do let stuff sure go. Like some things I know some people will cut you off for. I'll let go, but then yeah. it, but I do have boundaries. And if you cross that boundary, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it, you know, I drop you like a bad habit, you know, and keep it moving. I, I feel bad about it, but, nah, you can't buy You know what, D, I wanted, uh, before, I don't know if you was about to hear. Yeah, we about uh, to go ahead. Yeah, I already, I already plugged you, man. Okay. Yeah, I already got him. Yeah, so, yeah, so, uh, we're going to go right around one more time, man, on this, and then we're going to tap out. What's up, Tri Tri-Zana? Uh... Thanks for tuning in, man. Thanks for you all support and love. I appreciate it. Say all the time. You know what I'm saying? All love, all day. And uh, we're going to go out on oh, my man, Jerome Johnson. is going to read this one of a poem from his book. Show him the book real quick yeah, again.
2: What's the book called? Oh, this one's Jail Jail Life, the Introduction from Dark to Bright. Um, So it's, it's kind of like a, like a, this is a range book. It kind of tells you a lot about it, my range as a poet. Um. A lot of what I talk about, but it doesn't go in depth as my other books will. This is just an introduction to the series. in general. Okay, let
0: me read so, this yeah. comment real quick. Ms. Veronica Thornton says, "Sometimes energies just don't mix. Does not make you any less of a good person? And it doesn't make you an asshole. It just makes you aware of vibes." Yes, yeah. indeed. Ooh. All right, Pastor. To yeah, that yeah, Take us take
2: out, well. wrong,
0: wrong.
2: Okay, so uh, freedom versus liberty. Freedom says, "Go without warrant." Liberty says, "Go, but you must be back for the streetlight's flare." Freedom says, uh, "Do outside of these components." Liberty says, "Do inside of the components that are already there." Freedom says, "You act as you like." Liberty says, "Act as long as you do as you don't do as I expect." Land of the free, home of the brave, a country we didn't expect. Freedom says, breathe without restrictions. Liberty says, my pollution will allow you to feel welcome. Freedom says, no options for co- contradiction. Liberty says, you'll drink only as along the route of wells come. Uh, freedom says, grow stronger, die less. Liberty says, grow longer, die stressed. Land of the free. Home of the brave a country we didn't expect.
0: All love, all day, man. Tell the people in your life you love them because tomorrow's not promised. Right. Yes indeed. Peace, peace love, peace. and soul.